Welcome on out here to the Atlanta House once again, your site for today's action in high school volleyball division four regional semifinals. We have in game two, the Mohawk Warriors taking on the Crestview Knights Mohawk, a perfect 25-0 on the season. They took down Hopewell out and then carry in route to winning a district title. Crestview 23-2 overall in the season. They beat Kaleida and Lipsic in straight sets to win their second consecutive district title. Crestview actually won the regional title here in Atlanta last season after beating Calvert and Hicksville before falling to eventual state champion New Bremen. This is High School Volleyball on Klotzkitz 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. Lance Morris alongside Matt Common for today's matchup between Mohawk and Crestview. Winner of this one will punch their ticket to the regional finals back here at the Elida Fieldhouse. That'll be on Saturday. They will take on Calvert for the chance to secure a spot in the final four in Dayton next week. Matt, here we are for the regionals once again, game two of our doubleheader. What are you uh, looking forward to seeing here with uh, Mohawk on the regional stage? Uh, it should be an amazing game. I really think this should be the better of the two games that you guys got to see here tonight or got to listen to tonight. I mean, Mohawk coming in undefeated. Uh, no slouches in their own right. I mean, had to beat some good teams on the way. They've only lost 13 sets, as mentioned, throughout this entire season. They beat Buckeye Central and Carey at different points. They had to be dominant in their re their district to get to this point. I know a lot of people want to dismiss them because they asked the questions of, oh, well, why didn't they play insert this other good team? Why didn't they play insert this good team? They played good teams. They didn't play bad teams. It's just when you look at Chris Yu's record and who they've had to go against, it seems like a bit of a discrepancy there. But not, the fact of the matter is, I think this is going to be a great matchup tonight. I mean, between Biz Klopp, who 462 kills, most kills by a player, single season school history. She's just a sophomore. Yeah. And the fact she's going to have to have a dominant performance tonight because this Crestview team... I mean, you got Maya the, Etzler. The numbers jump off the page. Uh, the, they don't jump off the page. They come screaming off the page and then slam the ball directly in your face. I mean, Callie Gregory is a setter and outside hitter. Leads the team in kills and assists. You don't really see that ever. I mean, that's like Otani levels of multi-talent player kind of thing. So, I mean, Callie Gregory, very talented. Maya Etzler, six foot three, senior middle hitter. 230 kills, 78 blocks on the season already. I mean, and you know she's got it in the genes. She has two older brothers that are playing college basketball. Uh, she does. <laughs> I mean, it's the, the fact of the matter is Crestview, year in and year out, produces dominant teams, really in all sports. It's a very, a very good time to be a Crestview fan right about now. They are at kind of their peak. I mean, you see schools go through peaks and valleys. Crestview is very clearly in the midst of a several-year peak here, and I think they have to do a lot less tonight to win this one versus what Mohawk has to do, but same token, I think if Mohawk can get them on their toes a little bit and get them back on their heels uh, in terms of what they can do, especially what Biz Klopp can do at the net and on the attack, I think it becomes anyone's game. I really do. You don't get to 25-0 and 0 by being just an okay team. You have to be a great team. These are two great teams. Not a surprise that both of them are in the Sweet 16. I mean, hats off to Crestview, the defending regional champs in their own right. So they expect to be here year in and year out. And Coach Hoover, I mean, 400th career win. He's been at this. Uh, he, he's been at this longer than most of the players on this team have been even considering playing volleyball. I was going to say that's that that predates all of his players. Yeah, it's that, that's a, that's over about 20 years. Yeah, I mean, he's Coach Hoover's been at this a while. So if anyone can come up with a game plan for Tammy Gregory and this Crestview team. It's going to be Coach Hoover. So, again, I expect a great back and forth. I think Crestview has the edge early 
but same thing in other games. The longer Mohawk can stay in this one, I think it becomes a bigger advantage for them. And Miller will serve to start this one off for Mohawk as see a little bit of a incidental setup for Etzler up front. And the attack that time a little too far on the Mohawk side. So Crestview will take the first point here tonight. Uh, good job by Crestview. Good discipline along the sideline once again. We saw that with Calvert through most of the night in their match as well. No surprise these teams are at this spot. Alan Figley goes back to serve for Crestview. See Mohawk set it up for Bisclaw far side. Just a touch too strong near the backside corner. Another Crestview point. They lead 2-0. Well, you can definitely tell the strategy is to get to Klopp and just have her take care of business. And no surprise, those were two very impressive attacks. Just the placement was a little off. Mohawk setting it up backside this time for Avery Hoover. Diving save from Crestview as they set it up on the near side for Casey Gregory. We're back again on the Mohawk side. We'll see Klopp send it back over. Near side for Etzler back on the Mohawk side. Far side, they set up pop up front, but locked up front by Maya Etzler for another Crestview point. Now leading three to nothing here in the first set. Etzler's gonna be a genuine problem for this Mohawk team. The way she can play at the net and just her height. I mean, six foot three, that's already tough to defend against or go against offensively. They do serve a little too strong for the first point on the board for Mohawk as they trail three to one here in the first set of action. Definitely a needed point there for Mohawk. Gets the possession and the serve in their favor opportunity to kind of dictate the pace on this volley. Crestview will be able to get it over, but they will call a underhand hit that time on Crestview. So another point for Mohawk makes it 3-2. to two. And that's something that Mohawk's going to need tonight. They're going to need Crestview to make some mistakes, and that's a good start there for Mohawk. So see a back row attack from Crestview now onto the Mohawk side. Set up up front for Klopp, lightly tapping it over that time. So we'll see Gregory tried to paint it. It was trying to be saved, but unable to do anything after this save. And that's what you get when you have a, a setter that can attack the way Callie Gregory can. Yeah, Callie Gregory, again, a genuinely a one-of-a-kind player out there. You do not see a lot of setters who are also middle hitters. Her sister Casey now back on the serve for Crestview. Klopp will hit it back over now to Crestview. New side to set it up for Callie Gregory. Now back to Mohawk. Up front for Biz Klopp. Dug out by Crestview. Back to Mohawk. Set up up front for Klopp once again. Dug out by Crestview. Near side to set it up for Gregory. He'll be hit up front and will fall on the Mohawk side for another Crestview point as they'll add on to their lead. Well, Crestview cer certainly looking the part early here in set number one. Casey Gregory, the freshman, back to serve for Crestview as they lead 5-2 here in the first set. Mohawk will set it up far side for Chevalier, and that'll fall in the middle of the Crestview defense for a Mohawk point. Very nice job there by Chevalier. Good placement. Gets her now 164 kills on the season. And again, a much-needed point. If you got to keep it reasonable to try and survive some of these volleys and these rallies that you'll see from Crestview as this night goes on. Bonnie Ward checks in now for Mohawk. She'll go back to serve. Crestview near side for Callie. Gregory blocks back over to Crestview. They'll try it for Gregory again and pops it right in the middle of the floor that time on the Mohawk side for the Crestview point. Just great placement by Gregory. There's really nothing you could have done defensively there. They did have a decent, decent coverage, just phenomenal placement. Excellent work by Callie Gregory. Right, Etzler now goes back to serve for Crestview. 
Uh-huh. Set it up far side for Chevalier. Will be locked at the net and then sent over, but we will call a double attack that time on Crestview for the Mohawk point. And again, right now, I mean, Crestview is kind of giving some points to Mohawk. Mohawk hasn't done a ton outside of Chevalier on these attacks, but, you know, if Crestview's going to keep it close, Mohawk's a team that can rally in a hurry. Crestview sets on near side for Gregory. Will it be in? No, it will not. It will be a little too strong on the near side. Another Mohawk point. Cuts the deficit down to one. It's 6-5 here in the first set. Great attack, just straight line attack there, and she was already out of bounds. It just went straight down the out-of-bounds line. Crestview near side is set it up for Gregory. Blocked back over to Crestview. We'll try again with Callie Gregory near side. The first hit by Russell now for Mohawk. Is set it up for Chevalier. She tries the cross-court attack. Crestview ready for it. So end up trying to send it over. Bit of miscommunication as they do get it over to Mohawk. Accidental free ball now sent back over, but they'll call a net violation. It looks against Crestview for another Mohawk point. Ties it up at sixes. Worth noting for Crestview between Haley McCoy and Callie Gregory, there's a lot of miscommunication going on down there. Callie Gregory kind of pushed McCoy into the net violation to try and get to that ball. Crestview sets it up for Gregory now onto the Mohawk side. They set it up up front for Miller. Now back onto the Mohawk side. Now back to Crestview. Send a back row attack as though Libero actually tried to send it over, but not getting over the wall up front that time on the Mohawk side as Mohawk takes their first lead of the night. Yeah, Mohawk did it in an impressive fashion. That was a great block at the net by number 15. That's uh, Mia Miller, the senior. Also continuing to serve for Mohawk. Crestview sets it up for Gregory. First hit up front now for Mohawk. They'll try it far side for Chevalier. Now by Crestview, near side for Gregory. And she'll get that one through the wall, and she goes cross-court with it that time for the Crestview kill. Cuts it back now and ties it up at sevens. I, I will say something I'm kind of paying attention to with Crestview. I mean, the stat line, I mean, Callie Gregory, great season. Maya Etzler, phenomenal season as well. Same with Aiden, Adel, Adelin Figley. Problem is, they just seem to exclusively be trying to set up Gregory right now. Walks well, up near side. Chevalier hits it over. Now Crestview will set it up near side for Figley. Now Mohawk will send it over up front for Miller. Now set it up for Figley, and Figley will put it in the middle of the floor once again. That seems to be where Crestview's doing the bulk of their attack so far. And they're doing it because, again, historically, that's a spot where it's a bit of an issue for teams trying to cover that middle area in that defense with that 6-2. Front, they set it up for Miller. Now back on to the Crestview side, and Mohawk pounds that one down for the point that time, and it'll tie it up once again at eights. And I, I will keep repeating this time and time again. The longer you let the team hang with you, especially in what amounts to a bit of an underdog situation for Mohawk, the more that team gets the advantage in their favor. Tracy Klaus now on the serve, and that'll go down as an ace for Gracie Klaus after it was hit around a few different times on the Crestview side. Mohawk now back up by one. And like I just said, again, you're seeing Mohawks start to get this momentum and get the the rally on their side here. Cross on the serve for Mohawk. Gregory tried the dump. Mohawk ready for it. She blocks it back over that time. And almost a premature celebration from Callie Gregory, but does fall on the Mohawk side for the Crestview point. That's a little early on that one for Gregory, but it ends up working out, so she does end up getting the point, but... See Cal Gregory go back and serve. Somehow Mohawk was able to save that one. Air side, Crestview sets it up for Figley. And again, more of that Mohawk defense for another Crestview point. They really got to 
right now Mohawk defensively, especially for that middle between that three, or between the two and the five spot on that back row and front row. They just are leaving it very exposed. Goes down as an ace for Cali Gregory, adding on here to the Crestview lead. It's now 11-9 here in the first set. And definitely appreciating Coach Hoover here, kind of letting the team figure it out. So a little bit surprised they didn't take a timeout yet, but still doing a good job letting them adjust and figure it out. Perfect dump that time up front by Molly Ward for the Mohawk point. Cuts it back to a one-point match. That just shows his experience there. He knows he can trust his team to get the job done there. Great job by Ward putting that one in perfectly on the dump. And Ogue now checks back in as Mohawk rotates for their 6-2 front. Now back onto the Crestview side after the accidental free ball. Mohawk unable to save it as it falls on their side for the Crestview point. Nothing to frown about on that one if you're a Mohawk fan. That was just great defense, just unable to get that last hit to get it over the net. Mohawk setting it up opposite side and they're getting that one through the wall for the Mohawk point as they'll cut into the deficit once again, trailing 12 to 11 here in the first set. And I will say right now from Calvert, I'm taking a lot of notes about both of these teams that but Mohawk is definitely exposing some very un unexpected weaknesses from Crestview. And they go down as a kill up front for Crestview. Etzler on the attack that time. The Knights back up by two. Bigley now back to serve for Crestview. Mohawk sets it up for Klopp on the far side. Dug out by Crestview. The other side they set it up for Casey Gregory. Dug out by Mohawk. Far side they set it up for Hoover. It's a climb digging up now for Crestview as Gregory tries the dump. Mohawk ready. Up front they set it up for Klopp and Klopp will pound that one through for the kill for Mohawk. So cut it back to a one point set once again. Mohawk with an opportunity to tie it up, and I, I have to imagine there's not too many people from the Crestview side that thought this could be a tie situation at this stage of the first set. Crestview have Gregory hit it over now to Mohawk. Set it up for Klopp. Dug out by Klein for Crestview. Air side for Casey Gregory. Just a touch too strong, I believe, and yes, it was, as that'll fall in favor of Mohawk. And just like you alluded to, we're now tied up at 13s in the first set. Fantastic decision and sideline awareness there from Mohawk. Hoover back, continuing to serve for the Warriors. They send it for Etzler. Can Mohawk save it? Yes, they can, as they send it over to Crestview for the free. Up front for Etzler. Dug out, almost a joust, and now we will see Mohawk is able to get it over. Crestview, back row attack for Gregory, and Gregory will get that one through the line for the kill for Crestview. They'll retake the lead. A great effort there by Callie Gregory once again. It's, uh, I'll stand by the statement. I'm a little surprised it seems how focused Crestview is on trying to get Gregory on the attack each time. But good effort, and it's ended up working for him. I'll go down as an ace for Crestview as it's the freshman Casey Gregory back on the serve once again. Crestview now at 15 to 13 here, set number one on Mohawk. Almost an accidental free ball. Gregory was able to hit it back onto the Mohawk side. Final set it up near side for Gregory. Somehow got that one over, diving safe from Chevalier. Kloppel get that one through for the Mohawk point as in the reverse. Falls right in the middle of the Crestview defense that time. Really nice job by Klopp. I think good deflection and end up falling in no man's land there. 
for Crestview, but I, I gotta tell you, I'm really, th this Crestview team, they were being hyped up incredibly coming into this one. I, I'm, I'm kind of a little underwhelmed thus far, I guess I would say. Back on the Mohawk side after the return. Now over to Crestview. Their side for Gregory, but locked up front. The combination of Klopp along with Faith Miller on the block that side for Mohawk. They're a deficit back to one. They're now, no, rather it's tied. Yeah, I, I mean, Mohawks is playing a great first set here. They're doing everything they need to to stay in this one. Crestview will set it up for Gregory on the near side as he tried to paint the line, and she does just that. Is it? No, they will say it was out on the actual line as the one line judge did say it was in. The near side line judge, though, takes priority, and Mohawk will take the point and retake the lead. And that was the right call. It did land directly on the line there. Our side is set up this time for Etzler, and Etzler that time will get that one in for the Crestview point. Is just like that, it'll be tied up once again. 16 apiece here in the first set. Something tells me this one's going past 25. <laughs> just the way these two teams are going after it. Certainly does have that feel in this one up to this point. See Etzler now go back for the serve. That'll be just a little too strong. Wise play that time from Mohawk to let that one fall as Mohawk now will retake the lead. Reminder today's first set is brought to you by Smith Family Foods, your total service food partner located at 1773 West County Road 54 in the Tiffin for your food service needs. Crestview will set things up up front for Callie Gregory. Now back on the Mohawk side to get it up front for Miller. But Miller will be blocked that time by Haley McCoy for the point for Crestview. Friendly reminder as well, this first set being brought to you. Oh, no, you did this first set. Steve I'm Martin sure. was a prop comment. I hate when you do that line so much. Scoreboard brought to you by the Ropey Corporation. Celebrating over 60 years as a leading manufacturer in the commercial flooring industry. Onto the Crestview side after the quick back and forth. And will be falling on the Mohawk side for the Crestview kill as Figley was able to get that one through. Really nice job by Figley. Good effort from Mohawk trying to dig it out, but just great placement again by Figley. Mohawk sets it up for Miller this time, but blocked that time by McCoy once again. Now it's back on the Crestview side. They set it up near side again for Figley, blocked up front by Miller, but too strong on the block as it falls in favor of Crestview. And that's the kind of defense you want. Good defense just end up not falling in bounds. They really can't ask for much more from Mohawk there. Crestview up 19 to 17 here, set number one, and make that now 20 to 17 as that went all the way to the backside scorer's table near the one side of concessions. As that'll be in favor of Crestview as we'll have the timeout taken by Mohawk and coach Eric Hoover. Again, 20 to 17 your score in this first set of action. Crestview currently the lead on Mohawk. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you for high school playoff volleyball and classic at 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. We're in this one. We back here on Saturday afternoon to take on Calvert for a regional title and right now Matt it looks like it uh, could be either one of these teams with the way the source set's gone uh, yeah I mean it kind of looks like Crestview has a little bit of an edge which is what we talked about going in but I'm, I'm just standing by what I said I've been kind of underwhelmed by Crestview I mean the way they've been talked about and hyped up coming into tonight I was really expecting this to be kind of a runaway to some extent if Mohawk didn't have everything go right for them now to be fair Mohawk's done a lot of really good things so far, and I'm very impressed with their performance. I, I think Crestview's kind of playing a little bit down right now, but yeah, this is, it could be anyone's game. This really could be anyone's match. 
Bohockel. Max set it up for Chevalier, but the tackle a little short that time, even if it had gotten over. Figley was there for the block. Crestview now a four-point lead. Yeah, now we're starting to see Crestview pull away just a little bit. I mean, largest lead of the evening so far for either team. Oh, that just went just in for the ace for Josie Kolwicki. Points keep going in favor of Crestview. It's now 22-17, and we can have another timeout. Yes, we will have another timeout taken on the Mohawk side as that one uh, adds on now to the Crestview lead. It's 22-17 here in set number one. And by the way, this timeout being brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, a proud member of the Mayo Clinic Care Network online at bvhealthsystem.org. And yes, I did just redeem myself for the last live read. <laughs> and I'm, I'm confused a little bit because Coach Hoover took the timeout, but he talked to his team for like maybe 10 seconds. What else? Can you, I mean, it was a 2-0 run as soon as he came out of the timeout. It's not... Seems like one of those moments where you just kind of say, to be candidly, do better. Grab a quick drink of water and let's get back out there kind of thing. So, I mean, if you don't need, if you don't need to use the time, might as well use the timeout to give them a quick breather and regroup for just a second. But if you don't have any instruction or any critique or feedback, just let them take the second, then get back out on the floor. Wiki back to continue serving on the Crestview side. Set it up opposite side for Miller. Blocked, but will, they'll say it was in on the far side. Thought that one might have been a touch too strong, but they'll give another point to Crest, who adds on to their lead. I really thought that one was out, at least from the angle we had up here. It looked like it was already out. Kowalicki continuing to serve for Crestview. Mohawk sets it up for Miller up front. Lightly tapped over. Gregory sends it back to Mohawk. Set up opposite side, Chevalier. Jumped out by Klein for Crestview. Near side, a little too strong that time for Figley. Had to go down as a point for Mohawk. Much needed point there for Mohawk. Get the serve back in their favor. Down by five at this point. Should be 20. There we go, 23. The scorekeepers have been very slow putting the scores up tonight. Stacey Klaus down back on the serve for Mohawk. Gregory tries the dump. Mohawk ready for it. They send it up far side, but I think they actually attacked from the far side of the antenna, making it out of play point for Crestview. And that should be set point here coming up as yet yeah, is now 24-18. And Callie Gregory on the serve. Gregory will send it over now to Mohawk and they'll tap it over. It falls in favor of Crestview. They will take set number one by a score of 25-18. to 18. We'll go ahead and subside for a quick timeout. Come back for the start of set number two. You're listening to High School Volleyball and Classic at 96.7 WBBI. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. 
Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. Welcome to Bigby Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you. And her. And him. You see, here at Bigby, we can customize our drinks for each person. Dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Bigby Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. Back we are getting ready to start the second set of action from the Lydon Fieldhouse. And Crestview taking on Mohawk. Crestview able to take set number one, 25 to 18. Lansmore's Matt Common here with you. Classic, it's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com here for Division IV Regional Semifinals action. Winner this one back to play for a regional title on Saturday afternoon. And Matt, you know, back and forth for the most part through that first set, but then Crestview able to pull away near the end. Yeah, and you know, that's what you'd expect from a team like Crestview. They've been in this position before. They've been to the regional finals. They've been to the state semifinals just last year. They're a competitive team. they got a lot of talent from top to bottom. It, it was a back and forth, and again, to be candid, a little bit of an underperformance in set one from Crestview based on what we were kind of anticipating from them. But at the end of the day, kind of the same thing as Calvert, a bit of an ugly set one and ugly set two, but... They found a way to win it, and that's what you do when you're a team that has state title aspirations. You find a way to get the win in that set and move on to the next set and then get enough of them to win the match. And Let's see what Crestview can do here in set two, see if they have a cleaner one here. Mohawk sets it up for Klopp. Lots, they will say it's in on the far side for the block for Crestview. They'll start off set number two with the first point. I've been a little suspect of that far judge's line placement tonight, but that's not important. Mohawk near side for Hoover. Now back onto the Crestview side. Near side for Figley. Driving save from Mohawk. A set up up front, and that will go down as a kill for Biz Klopp as Mohawk is going to the board here in the second set. Really nice shot by Klopp. I like the misdirection as she attacked from the three spot, but then hit it back towards the one opposite from her. Nice open space there, kind of like a counter in football. Very well done. Hoover now on the serve for Mohawk. Crestview gets that one down. Up front kill from Maya Etzler. Crestview retakes the lead. And if I'm Crestview, I'll just be honest, I keep attacking that middle space on Mohawk's defense this whole night. I mean, they have not been able to defend it effectively at different points. Figley back on the serve for Crestview. A little too strong as it falls as a service error point possession right back to Mohawk. It's 2-2 two to two here in the second set. Good job by Mohawk, that particular one. Good backline discipline. You saw them just miss on one in set number one. 
That one, good call, good job letting it go out of bounds to get the easy point. Molly Ward back now to serve for Mohawk. And it'll go down as an ace for Molly Ward as Crestview unable to take it out up cleanly. Mohawk takes the lead. I have been saying back and forth. That's so far, once again, set number two very early, but it's living up to that once again. Crestview back, set it up far side, and Casey Gregory gets that one through for the Crestview kill as we're right back inside at three to three. Same statement applies. It's just going to be a close one on this set. Casey Gregory now back to serve, and that'll go down as an ace for the freshman as we again see her able to paint that near side corner. I think just a bit of a miscommunication defensively on Mohawk's side in particular. That time the serve goes into the net for the air point of position, and possession rather, back over to Mohawk, all tied up 4-4 four to four here in the second set. And for Mohawk back there on the serve is Allison Russell. 24 aces on the season for herself. Russell gets that one over, and that'll get more than get over. It'll be an ace for Russell as Mohawk will again retake the lead. Well, make it 25 aces on the season for Russell. Also, the Mohawk Libero will continue to serve for the Warriors, and that'll again be in on the back line for another ace for Allison Russell. Pulled the string out from under that one along the back line to place it perfectly. My goodness. Also stay on the serve for Mohawk. Almost three in a row, but they were able to get that one back over for the free. And slammed down by Mia Miller as Mohawk starting to get a little bit of momentum on their side as they take now a three-point lead. And this, this couldn't be going better for Mohawk if they tried. I mean, this is exactly what they needed in the second set. Good dominant effort, and they're putting points on in a big way. Crestview sets it up for Gregory. Perfect cross-court kill that time. Basically exactly what we typically see from someone like Allie Porter. Yeah, very similar attack style to Allie Porter. Very similar attack style as well to Cameron Shook. Kind of going with that mid-game cross-court attack type of style. Just the only difference is you're seeing it from a setter as opposed to a traditional hitter kind of situation. Edsler now on the serve for Crestview. Miller hits it over. It's accidentally free-balled back to Mohawk. They back set it up for Miller again. Crestview able to hit it back over. Can Mohawk get it over in enough hits? Yes, they can as they send it on the free. They set it up near side for Gregory. Hit back now to Mohawk. Opposite side for Hoover. Diving save again from Crestview. They set it up for Gregory. And Gregory will get that one through the wall up front for the Crestview point. Great volley, and Coach Hoover giving them a lot of encouragement down there as well. Nothing you can really be upset about there. Good effort, good performance, just a violent, violent attack from Callie Gregory. Just was able to place it and deflect. That's there. We'll stay on the serve for Crestview. Accidental free ball hit back by Gregory. Now back on the Mohawk side as we'll see Russell send it over to Crestview for the free ball. Instead of it up front, I don't think they were ready for it as it's blocked back to Crestview. They'll try again. Joust at the net will be won by Mia Miller and Mohawk. They'll add on to their two-point lead now. Tell you what, Mohawk's really showing out why they're 25-0. They're, they're really impressing right now the way they're playing. See Gracie Klaus go back to serve now for Mohawk. Crestview sets it up up front for Callie Gregory and Hitting that one down with some power for the kill for Crestview. And as stated, um, at least off air a couple times, I don't know offhand if you've said it during the broadcast yet, Callie Gregory does not leave the floor at any point. 
Yeah, she is on the floor the entire time for this Crestview team. Mohawk will set it up far side, blocked by Etzler, and Mohawk will be unable to get it over in enough hits, so it'll fall in favor of Crestview, and just like that, ties it up here 8-8, eight eight. and yes, worth reiterating, like I said, Callie Gregory, one of the players, does not leave the floor. If she's not setting, she's hitting, and vice versa. Exactly. It's, it's really impressive. Mohawk sets it up near side. Diving save from Crestview. Near side for Figley. Diving save now from Mohawk. So they try to send it over for the free ball, but come up a little short from Klaus on the back row that time. Crestview takes the point and retakes the lead. And I got to tell you, Mohawk's not really doing anything wrong here. They're playing good defense, just they're having some struggles the last three points in favor of Crestview. Gain it just over the net at this stage. Mohawk sets it up for Miller. And that will go down as a kill for Miller's. Crestview did everything they could to try and save that one as Casey Gregory ran into the scores table. A correction, that was actually Kelly Gregory there, so diving for it, which I'm sure uh, Coach Tammy Gregory does not want to see in any way, shape, or form. Kaylin Ogue now goes back to serve for Mohawk. We're all tied up 9-9 nine to nine here in the second set. Crestview sets it up. They go cross court. It will be saved, and they will give the point to Crestview as they will call Mohawk for the double hit. A little bit of a surprise that they got him on the double hit there, but apparently they saw it, so now 10-9. Gregory now goes back to serve for Crestview. Mohawk will set it for Miller on the right side. Gregory digs that one up. Set it up opposite side for Casey Gregory. Now back to Mohawk. Far side for Hoover, diving save from Klein, but unable to dig that one up cleanly. We'll retie it up here at 10s here in the second set. Well, everyone seemed to forget to tell Mohawk that this was supposed to be uh, Crestview's uh, anointing into the regional final. Miller on the serve now for Mohawk. Back on the Mohawk side, they'll get it over to Klopp, and Klopp will check it right back in and come away with a big kill for the Warriors. They retake the lead. Another good performance so far from Klopp, and not really a surprise, school record holder, most kills in a single season, certainly living up to that. Crestview will set it up near side for Casey Gregory. Her attack goes into the net for another point for Mohawk as they'll add on to their lead here in the second set. It's now 12 to 10. I'm really curious for Coach Tammy Gregory here to see if she elects to use a timeout at some point or if she's going to try and let the team figure it out for themselves out there. Higley will do just that as she will get the point for Crestview, it's now 12 to 11, Mohawk the one point lead. Really good job, good decision. Very good decision by Coach Gregory there, not burning the timeout. You can tell she was kind of thinking about it, but good decision overall. Mohawk near side, and a little too strong from Avery Hoover as it'll fall out of play in favor of Crestview. Tie back up at 12s now. And you know, we saw it be this close in the first set too around this time as well. Set it up for Biz Klopp. It'll be hit back over now to Mohawk up front. As they tried to place it right in the middle of the defense, Crestview able to save it though. Mohawk will try again up front. Klopp will hit it over. Klein now back row attack from Callie Gregory. Just in on the near side corner for the kill for Callie Gregory. Crestview retakes the lead. My goodness, she is just as advertised, isn't she? She is just phenomenal out there. Oh, and by the way, she's playing college basketball next yeah, year. Yeah, this is not her best sport. And that is just in on the near side corner for the ace from Klein as now Crestview adds on to the lead. 
can't place it any better. I mean, that looked like it was going to go out of bounds. It placed just perfectly. Great job on that ace. And another one. Back to back for Klein. Another ace for the Crestview Libero. As we'll see now, Coach Hoover take the timeout for Mohawk. It's 15 to 12. Mohawk trailing by three here in the second set as they currently trail one sets to nine. And real quick, the second set being brought to you by Morgan Advanced Materials, making some co pretty cool stuff and hiring now. Go to morganadvancedmaterials.com to learn more and to apply today. And while we have a moment during the timeout, we, we've talked about, you know, Callie Gregory as advertised. At least when she's playing volleyball and basketball, she's always coached by one of her parents because Tammy Gregory, volleyball head coach, her father Mark, the basketball coach. And you know, this is one of the cool things about Northwest Ohio in general and some of these smaller division schools. It's family affairs. It really is. I mean, it's that that's what makes it such a tight-knit community for a lot of these programs and schools is it really is family. It, it's, it's not hyperbole. It's not some school with 89 kids saying, oh, yeah, our kids are practically like family on this team, and they can't name half of their second-unit people offhand. It's, it's a family affair here, and I mean, Crestview, no different. I think that's really one of the secrets to success for this program as a whole is that they really do make it a community and a family. Mohawk will try and get something going. They'll do just that as Bill Klopp gets another kill for the Warriors. Cuts their deficit now down to two. Good job there. Uh, good effort on the defense from Crestview. Just unable to get over the net once again. Kind of been a recurring problem for both teams when they've had to dive for those digs. Every Hoover now back to serve for Mohawk. I'll go down as an ace for Hoover as that'll fall in favor of the Warriors. Now back to a one-point deficit. Once again, I said it earlier, don't, don't tell Mohawk they're supposed to lose this one. They certainly are firing on all cylinders right now. Hoover will stay on the serve. Crestview sets it up for Etzler. Etzler gets that one down in the middle of the floor for the Crestview point. Just phenomenal placement again. I mean, they keep attacking that center range area, mid-court for Mohawk. Just, they've not been able to come up with an answer for it yet. Oh, cool. Set of opposite side for Chevalier. She tried the cross-court kill. Crestview ready for it. Now Mohawk will try again for Klopp as Klopp will get that one down and she was able to get it deflecting off of one of the players up front for Crestview. Cut down to the deficit once again, back to one. I'm watching Callie Gregory in particular on some of those like dumps, I guess you would call them for the attack. It's different because she puts so much power behind those dumps. They are getting to the back row almost every time. I can see why it can be disrupting for players. Crestview sets it up near side for Kennedy Kreider, who checked into the game for the first time now. Another kill, Biz Klopp. Gets that one down for the kill for Mohawk. Just like that, tying up here at 16 apiece. Uh, something tells me Coach Hoover's uh, win totals is going to go up consistently since, you know, Biz Klopp's only a sophomore. Crestview. Getting that one through the wall. Etzler able to get that one for the kill. Crestview retaking the lead at 70-16 here in set two. An opportunity for Crestview here to pull away in the second set. They can get a nice rally going, try and deflate some of the momentum going in favor of Mohawk. Mohawk trying to back set it up for Biz Klopp, but they will call a double hit on Mohawk, so point to Crestview. Yeah, once again, definitely missed that double hit, but the officials clearly saw it. Mohawk, they set it up for Klopp, and does exactly the kind of bounce it needed to for a point for the Warriors. Cuts their deficit back to one. It's 18 to 17. 
that took an interesting turn on its way to that back corner, let me tell you. Uh, so Russell back to serve now once again for Mohawk. Crestview near side for Gregory, blocked, but will fall on the Mohawk side for the Crestview point, though, again. Add on to her lead back to two. Not for Mohawk, I mean, it's a two-point deficit, but they certainly have hung tough in the second set. Concern becomes if they let Crestview pull away here, might be too little too late in set number two. Etzer now goes back to serve for Crestview, and Etzer comes out with an ace for the Knights as it'll add on to their lead. And I mean, again, you know, worth reiterating, you talk about her talents, over 1,000 kills on her career. By the way, as we said it before, has it in the genes. Both of her brothers are a little older. Both play college basketball. That they do. And very good college basketball players, we might add. Miller gets that one down for the kill for Mohawk. Able to find the open space on the floor on the opposite side. Yeah, nice job there by Miller. Good placement. They've done a really good job with their sideline placement for Mohawk in this set. Really kept Crestview on their toes. Lisa Klaus now back to serve for Mohawk. Crestview near side for Gregory. Hits the top of the key and will fall in favor of Crestview. They now have their lead back to three. It's 21 to 18. Three-point lead, only four away from taking set number two. Look, this, this would be a fine opportunity for Crestview to kind of prove where they are as a team this season if they can really close this one out in a hurry. Mohawk sets it up. Opposite side, Hoover gets that one through, but Crestview able to dig it up. Near side, get that one through the wall, does Figley, and Figley will get that one down for another Crestview point. We're seeing the stars here as we're gonna have a timeout from Mohawk. See, seeing the stars for both these teams showing out. I mean, Klopp's having a really solid performance, but Callie Gregory and um, Etzler and Figley are just absolutely lighting things up right now. And one of the problems you're seeing, again, 22 to 18, your score, Crestview, the lead over Mohawk, trying to take a two sets to none advantage in this Division IV regional semifinal. The problem for Mohawk is, it's, it's kind of similar to what we saw from, like, Colombian. When Klopp's off the floor, their offense just isn't quite as explosive. They have players that can get some kills, but they just aren't able to be as consistent as they are when Klopp's out there. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's not kid ourselves. Mia Miller, she broke 300 kills on the season in this match, I believe earlier in set number two, she was at 294 coming in to tonight's game. So they're getting offense, it's just, it flows a lot better with Klopp out there. For the flip side of that, keeping Callie Gregory out at all times, they can rotate Etzler and Figley out. They're still able to maintain having Gregory out there and really keep the tempo in their favor if you're Crestview. Sets it up for Miller, diving save. Can Crestview get it over for the free ball? Yes, they can. Great return that time. Near side, Mohawk attack comes up short. We're trying to set it up for Faith Miller. It falls in favor of Crestview. Not, not much you can really criticize there. I mean, good effort by Faith Miller, just unable to get over the net. Another instance of that. Wiki stays on the serve for Crestview. Accidental free ball hit back over by Figley for another Crestview point. Now one point away from taking the second set. And this is what you see from a top-tier team like Crestview. They get to a position where they can close things out. They start to close it out. It's as simple as that. Uh -huh. Sets it up up front for Miller. Blocks, but was it out of play? Yes, it was. So it will go down as a point for Mohawk. It's now 24-19. And this is where you hit crazy rally opportunity time if you're Mohawk. 
if you can get a rally here, tie this one up, force it to go past 25. Put yourself in a position to make this possibly a set in your favor. Ogama serve now for Mohawk. Crestview sets it up for Figley. Figley gets that one down for the Crestview point. And just like that, it will take set number two, 25 to 19. We'll go ahead and set aside for a quick timeout. Come back for the start of set number three here from the Alina Field. Now you're listening to High School Volleyball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. It's cash for cars at Warner Economy Corner in Findlay. Not much has changed with the shortage of good quality used cars, but Warner Economy Corner is looking to buy. At the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, Warner Economy Corner is paying cash for cars. Bring your vehicle down to the guys at Warner Economy Corner and go home with cash in hand. Warner Economy Corner is buying cars and making deals. Open daily Monday through Friday. Great news, Fostoria. The new watershed near the corner of 4th and Finley Streets is now open. This watershed offers another convenient location in the southwest corner of town to purchase pure water. You can also use the watershed off of Plaza Drive. Both watersheds are open 24-7 every day of the year. So grab your quarters and your containers and head to the closest watershed near you. For more info, go to nwwsd.org. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. Getting ready to start the third set of action from the Elida Fieldhouse, your site for today's action. A doubleheader here of Division IV Regional Semifinals action. Calvert was able to win game number one in straight sets. Crestview now looking to do the same as they take a two sets to none lead on Mohawk as Mohawk in danger of dropping their first match of this entire season. Lance Morris, Matt Common with you. Classic, it's 96.7 WBBI. Online to WBBI.com. I mean, same kind of story, slightly different chapters, you know, in the first two sets because back and forth for the most part, but then kind of once it gets into the teens, that seems to be when Moha or when Kressu rather, you know, kind of takes over and kind of imposes their will, if you will. Yeah, and not even so much in the teens. It really gets to where it's like 17 or 18 cap thing, which is the teens. It's the late teens, I would say. Still the teens. I would say late teens. But fact of the matter is, it's yeah, they start to pull away, but that's because they have the experience and the time served at the regional level, right? They know what they need to do. Crestview will get the first point of this third set of action as Gregory is able to find Etzler on the left side. And for Mohawk, I mean, they've done a lot of good things, but you've definitely alluded to it now, call it out as well. When Klopp's not on the floor, just the offense does not have the same rhythm. A little bit of a joust at the net, and they will give that point to 
Mohawk because Crestview went a little too far over the net to try and keep that one from getting back over. Yeah, Etzler, good effort there by Etzler, but she went over the net and actually tried to deflect it while it was in the hand of uh, Miller, I believe, out there on the floor for Mohawk, and that's a big no-no. Only Ward back to serve for Mohawk. Crestview sets it up again for Etzler, and it'll be once again a point for Crestview as they'll retake the lead. That is something similar that Calvert has. It's the ability where, okay, if it's not Lanachek, then you can attack with Shook. If it's not Shook, then it's Emily Miller. With Crestview, okay, are we attacking with Gregory? No, then we're going to attack with Etzler. Is Etzler busy? Fine, let's go with Figley on this one. It's They can go after you in a variety of ways. Near side clock will be blocked at the net that time by Crestview for the point. Crestview now leading 3-1 to one here in the third set. Crestview looking to put their own stamp on a dominant performance here tonight. Back row attack that time from Hoover gets over to Crestview. Fine near side for Gregory. Dug out by Mohawk. Set it up for Klopp. And Klopp will get that one through for the Mohawk point. Klopp it up to back to one. Very nice job by Klopp. Uh, a bit of a shame to see her have to check out as they do have the planned substitution. That's how it usually works with the rotations. But that definitely the offense really needs her to be out there more frequently. Etzler, another kill for Crestview as Etzler is starting to shine here, especially in this third set. Pretty sure she's actually accounted for all their points here, all four of them between blocks and kills. And now she goes back to serve. Let's see if she can get Nace added to the resume for tonight, at least on this set. Etzler will send it over. Russell digs it up for Mohawk. Far side hit over by Miller. Crestview now near side for Gregory. Gregory with some power that time. Gets that one through for another Crestview kill. Crestview really just starting to impose their will down there against Mohawk. I think there's what has been a close back and forth match thus far. Might be starting to get undone by just the dominance we're seeing from Crestview. That's they're continuing to serve for Crestview. Mohawk sets it up up front for Miller. Diving attempt, but will fall on the Crestview side for the Mohawk point as Mia Miller able to get that one through. And Mia Miller, I mean, hats off to her, the senior. She's had a pretty solid night tonight for this Mohawk team, especially when Klopp has been on the floor. She's still been trying to generate offense for the squad and has done a good job of doing that. Crestview attacks up front. Callie Gregory right in the middle of that Mohawk defense for another Crestview point. It's now 6-3 in favor of Crestview. Still only a three-point lead. I mean, Mohawk's still doing a good job sticking with it and being competitive in this one, but it feels like Crestview has most, if not all, the momentum on their side. Mohawk up front from Miller, lightly tapped over. Gregory tries the dump. Mohawk ready for it. Up front for Miller again, and that'll be in. Yes, it will be in on the far side of the floor for Mohawk. Making it close once again. Only a two-point deficit now for Mohawk. They'll rotate Kaelin Oog back on the floor with their 6-2 offense. Klein on the dig for Crestview. They'll set it up for Figley. Her attack just a touch too strong as the Lion Judge had to do a little bit of a double take before saying it was out. Mohawk cuts her deficit down to one. They have a double take and a bit of a sidestep to avoid that one. That was perfectly at, in his direction. Crestview sets things up up front for McCoy. Will be hit back over by Mohawk and then hit right back over by Crestview for another Crestview point. A little bit of bad defense there from Mohawk. They kind of all bunched up on that free ball and it left a ton of open space in that back row. Now 
Now Gregory will serve now for Crestview. Russell digging that one up from Mohawk. They'll back set it up for Miller. They'll be dug out by Klein now for Crestview. Near side for Figley, and Figley once again with a powerful attack for another Crestview kill. Again, the, this, this three-headed attack of Figley, um, Figley, Gregory, and Etzler is just really impressive for Crestview. Back set up that time for Miller. Crestview digs it up. Gregory tries the dump. Again, Mohawk ready. Up front for Miller. Hit back over. Accidental free ball back over to Mohawk. Far side for Miller. Diving save from Klein. Hit back over by Figley. They'll call a point in favor of Mohawk as they will call Crestview for the double hit. Definitely a good call there is the Calvert squad currently leaving. You see them walking out towards the uh, exits there. So clearly sticking around to watch their potential opponents for either one of these teams. Crestview gets that one through the wall for another kill for the Knights. That'll make it now 9-6 to six here in the third set. And again, this, this set feels a little bit different. I mean, it's still close, only a three-point lead, but just really feels like Crestview has the momentum on their side. Set it up for Hoover, and it'll fall into the middle of the floor after the tap up front on the Crestview side for the Mohawk point. And now having Chevalier check back in, so you got Chevalier, Miller, and Klopp all out there. So top offensive unit there for Mohawk. Crestview, though, back set it up for Figley. Dug out now by Mohawk. Up front, they'll get it through, and that one will fall for the kill for Biz Klopp for Mohawk cutting into the deficit. And my apologies, Miller's actually not on the floor right now. It is um, uh, Hoover, I believe, is out there. See, Miller and Klopp go in for each Rotated other. Rotated in and out for each other as that one goes out of bounds. And fall in favor of Cressu, re-adding onto their lead now 10-8 here in the third set. now back on the serve for Crestview. Mohawk sets it up for Klopp. Gregory digs that one up. Near side for Callie Gregory. Diving dig, but it'll go into the stands for the point for Crestview. Back to a three-point advantage. And give credit to Crestview. I mean, they've been maintaining that three-point advantage really this entire third set. They really have not given Mohawk an opportunity to tie it up in any capacity. Mohawk sets it up for Chevalier. Blocked back to Mohawk. They'll try again. Crestview digs it up. Klein, left side, blocks, the blocked out of play, up front from Klopp, another point for Crestview. And largest lead in the set so far. Quigley continuing to serve on the Crestview side. Having a tip from Mohawk, they'll set it up for Klopp, now on the Crestview side, Klein, back row attack from Figley, Mohawk digs it up. Up front they find Klopp, she'll tap it over lightly, blocked back over to Mohawk. We'll try again with Chevalier. Now onto the Crestview side. Near side for Casey Gregory. And that'll fall in favor of the Casey Gregory and Crestview. Now a five-point advantage. And looks like we may see a Mohawk timeout. And yes, we will see a Mohawk timeout again. 13 to 8 years score. Crestview leading Mohawk here in the third set as Crestview trying to secure themselves a place in the regional final on Saturday. Yeah, they certainly seem to be setting themselves up nicely to do it. I mean, already a 2-0 match lead on sets. And Really, at this point, it just feels like for every step that Mohawk is taking, Crestview's taking two. So they're just, they're not only just maintaining that lead, maintaining that gap, but they seem to be adding piece by piece, slowly but surely to it as well. And 
kind of turning it into a bit of a runaway in favor of Crestview, and I'll, I'll give them a lot of credit. I've been calling them out, saying that they've been a little underwhelmed thus far from what we've seen. This third set, if this is the Crestview that shows up Saturday against Calvert, Calvert's going to have their hands full. And it's almost the same way if people hadn't seen Calvert for the first few sets, they probably would have said something similar. Oh, very much so. I, I mean, make no mistake, we, we know what Calvert's capable of, but it was a bit of an underwhelming performance at different points. Which is obviously relative to their typical games. Once again, it's nitpicking a Picasso. Right. <laughs> that will go down as a kill on the Mohawk side of things. As I know, caught into their depths a little bit, it's down to four. Definitely a needed point coming out of that timeout for Mohawk and again they, they've kept it relatively close I mean only a four point gap that's not really that insurmountable by any means just Crestview certainly seems to have the momentum and the energy on their side back on to the Mohawk side after the volley opposite side for Chevalier diving save that will fall in favor of Mohawk as Crestview trying to dive and save it but didn't quite have enough room it's down to a three point lead yeah, got it on the one hop there barely on the one hop but Good job by Mohawk once again. Crestview will set it up opposite side. Diving attempt from Russell, but couldn't get that one cleanly. It goes in favor of Crestview. Their lead back to four. And I got to tell you, I mean, for that one, I really think Mohawk needed a little bit more of a rally. Cut into that lead just a little bit more, as we'll see if Crestview can start to pull away once again. Walks is a far side for Chevalier. Fine digs that one up for Crestview. Near side for Gregory. Dug out now by Mohawk. They'll try for Klopp, blocked back to Mohawk. They'll try again on the back set and perfectly near the back line. That time from Faith Miller for the point for Mohawk. Really nice job by Faith Miller on that dump. Good attack, hit the back corner of the back row. Very well executed, had the defense playing up on them at the net. Great job. Crestview will set it up for Callie Gregory. She'll get that one through the wall for the point for Crestview. Their lead back to four. And just like that, Crestview makes it back to a four-point lead. I mean, that's that Crestview is really not trying to give Mohawk any room to breathe. I think they felt it got a little too close in set one and two. That's now goes back to serve for Crestview. Mohawk will try the dump. Crestview able to defend it. They'll set it up for Callie Gregory. Diving save from Russell. Set it up for Miller. Crestview will be unable to get it over on the miscommunication here in the core, the closest to it. And miscommunication, I mean, you, you don't necessarily want to give Mohawk any additional points here, free points. But a little miscommunication, I, I'm sure we'll see Crestview correct that very quickly. Crestview will go back row attack at time from Gregory. We'll get it over for Miller. Miller gets that one down for the kill on the Mohawk side. Cuts it down to a two-point deficit. I've really been impressed with her performance tonight. I really have, and she's done so many good things at the net offensively for this Mohawk squad. Klaus continuing to serve on the Mohawk side. Send it up for Callie Gregory. Can Mohawk save it? They'll try to send it over for three ball. Yes, they will. Crestview sets it up. Bit of an awkward setup, but Gregory's able to get it over. They try the dump again, and the dump works to perfection. From Molly Ward that time down to a one-point deficit. And we're going to see Coach Gregory take a timeout. There we go. First timeout that Coach Gregory has taken 
here tonight. 15 to 14 is your score. Crestview the lead over Mohawk here in the third set of action. And Matt, who's this third set brought to you by? This third set is brought to you by Roto-Rooter. Give Tim Munger a call, 419-435-3360. And away go troubles down the drain. And Matt, we've talked, you know, about the veteranness of both of these teams, even if even if Mohawk wasn't in this stage last year, it's still a very veteran team and been very good the last few years. But, I mean, you, you look at the lineage of both of these coaches, obviously Coach Hoover been doing it a while. He just got over 400 wins. Coach Gregory on the Crestview side, I believe, got over 300 wins earlier on this season. So, I mean, that's 700 wins between these two uh, these two coaches that have uh, been in it for a while. I mean, look, let's just call it as it is. Th these are, in this matchup right now, you're seeing two of the best coaches in the state going at it. They're playing a chess match with their squad. It's a 2-0 set lead in favor of Crestview. But these are two of the best in the business. It's not a surprise to see these teams here. Can Mohawk get it over for the free ball? Yes, they can. And kind of amazing they were able to do that. And a bit of an awkward setup as McCoy this time sort of jumped up front. It'll be a point for Mohawk. We're tied at 15. And there is one fan in particular over for the Crestview side who I'm fairly certain has thought that the official has not made a single correct call this match. <laughs> Crestview will set it up for Callie Gregory. Does she get that through the wall? Yes, she does as it falls on the Mohawk side for the Crestview point. They retake the lead. Much needed point there for Crestview as they're able to get the possession back and see what they can do with it here. And Josie Kowicki back to serve for Crestview. Mohawk will set it up for Miller, blocked up front by who else? Callie Gregory. I mean, I'm pretty sure she also drives the bus. Maybe sets up the team meals. Probably handles electrical at Crestview High School as well. Mohawk back, sets it up that time for Miller and slammed right back again. Callie Gregory on the kill for Crestview, adding on to their lead. It's back to three. And as you alluded to, and as we both talked about, the start of set three, it's been the same, kind of around the same spot where the pull away has begun. The serve though goes into the net for the air. Point of possession will go back to Mohawk. And major opportunity here for Mohawk. I, I know I sound like a broken record, but you've got to close this gap. You've got to tie it up. Force Crestview to have to get a rally to get into that two-point area that they need to close out this set. Make it more challenging for them. Don't let them just exchange body blows. Crestview sets it up for Figley. That's in on the back line. Another big kill from the junior. Adds on to the Crestview lead back to three. Yeah, she's a junior that has certainly made her presence felt on the season. 272 kills coming into tonight. Mohawk, backside for Miller. Her attack just a little too strong as the liner. No, they're going to say it was uh, was deflected. So it was too long because it was deflected. Uh, went, I was just saying, they, they needed to adjust that one because that went long exclusively because it bounced off of Casey Gregory's hand as she was at the net there. Back now to serve for Mohawk. Crestview sets it up up front for Figley. Blocked that time as Klopp comes back in and hits that one to go. And getting Klopp back out there on the net with her height is vital in this close third set here. Right, we'll stay on the serve. It'll be just a touch too strong inside the line for the point 
for Crestview as they'll now retake the lead. Love the idea, take a little bit off to try and place it in the no man's land area, but just a little too far out of bounds. Klein comes back and her serve a little too strong, so back-to-back airs -back now as we'll see now Mohawk retake possession. And for Mohawk, they have to get a point on this one. Make it a tie matchup, make it a back and forth. That way you have a shot to get this past 25. And Crestview comes right back and gets the big kill from Maya Etzler. Uh, just, just like that, you have one of the one of the three from the big three for this Crestview squad. Really ice that momentum that was going towards Mohawk. Quickly now goes back to serve for Crestview. Mohawk sets it up for Klopp, blocks back over to Mohawk. They try again for Klopp, again blocked up front. This time to go to Chevalier. Figley digs it up for Crestview. Near side for Casey Gregory. Chevalier on the dig. Accidental free ball back over to Crestview. Callie Gregory tries to get it in with a dump, but a little too strong that time as it falls in favor of Mohawk. Crestview's lead down to one. Huge, 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 huge point there for Mohawk. Wow, they needed that one. Molly Ward will check in. She'll go back and serve for Mohawk. Crestview sets it up for Etzler. Russell digs it up. They set it up for Klopp. Dug out by Gregory now for Crestview. Back row attack from Figley right in the middle of the Mohawk defense for the Crestview point. Their lead back to two. It's 22 to 20. Mo Mohawk just has not had an answer for that kind of attack this whole evening. That's, that's, it's brutal to see. They just have not been able to come up with an adjustment for that. Mohawk back sets it up for Klopp this time. She takes a little off that one. Crestview sets it up for Callie Gregory. It will be deflected and it will be another point for Crestview as they'll add on to the lead. It's now 23 to 20. Crestview very close to match point here. Let's see if they can pull ahead as we have Coach Hoover take his second time out. 23 to 20 again. You're scoring here a third set of action. Crestview two points away from taking this one in straight sets tonight over Mohawk. So again, big thank you to all of our specialty sponsors here tonight. The Ropey Corporation, MJ Brown Construction Company, Smith Family Foods, Morgan Advanced Materials, Roto-Rooter, Carol Corey and the Female Home, and Blanchard Valley Health System. Again, 23-20 is the score. Crestview with the three-point lead trying again to take this one in straight sets, but see if Mohawk has any uh, any last chances to try and keep this one going. I would say this is, this is going to be the biggest test for Mohawk. It's a three-point deficit, two away from Closing this one out for Crestview. Mohawks undefeated at 25 and 0. They're they're in danger of being 25 and 1 and done on the season. But if they can dig deep, if they can rally here, I think they have the talent to force us to a fourth set and make things very interesting from that point forward. Casey Gregory on the serve for Crestview. Mohawk back sets it up for Klopp, and that'll fall in favor of Klopp and Mohawk. That's how they're up to set to two. A vital point there. Now you have Miller back in. Klopp goes to the sideline on the rotation. It's This is going to be a big set. A big volley, excuse me, for Mohawk. Crestview sets it up for Callie. Gregory. Gregory gets that through for the kill for Crestview. Crestview now one point away from taking this one in straight sets. And Crestview certainly has had a tougher go of it to get to this point, but... But both teams in the regional finals, potentially three, three set sweeps going into the regional final. Can't ask for much better than that. That's on the serve for Crestview. Mohawk sets it up up front for Miller. Blocked back to Mohawk. 
They'll try right side for Chevalier, back onto Crestview. Set up for Callie Gregory, her attack too strong. Was it tipped? I think they're gonna say it was. Yeah, they're gonna say it was. Crestview's going to win on that attack. Wow. The officials call, the, I don't even think that was a tip. I think that was an air called against Mohawk. That's, oh, that's a rough way to end this one. Crestview will advance. They'll take down Mohawk in straight sets. Hand Mohawk their first loss on the season. And we now officially have a rematch set up for Saturday from last year's regional semifinal. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a game. That is going to be a game. I, I will say, I think, hats off to Mohawk. They gave it a valiant effort against this Crestview team. They really did. They, they actually made Crestview look very human in several moments here, which I got to imagine if you're Calvert, you're Coach Rombach and company, you are taking this tape and just keen on everything that you can from this. There's definitely some deficiencies that you saw with this Crestview squad, but man, when they needed to, they closed things out and they did it in a good way. So hats off to them, should make for a heck of a regional final. And cool. That, that, the, the big three for Crestview, they are as advertised. Figley, Etzler, and Gregory are just impressive to watch. But I will say now, just calling it as it is, from what I've seen from both of these games tonight, Crestview's very good. I think the way Calvert plays, this is a very beatable team for Calvert. If they do things the right way and play to their style of game, their style of volleyball, I think they can win but I think it's going to be one for the books on Saturday. Again, Crestview, the win in straight sets tonight over Mohawk. They'll advance to the regional title match on Saturday. They will take on Calvert. It'll be the second straight year. Those teams have a matchup here in the regionals. Last year was the regional semis. This year it will be the actual regional final in getting ready for that one but of course let's put a put a bow on this one talk uh, on the Mohawk side of things I mean a very senior heavy team you know with uh, with their starters outside of Klopp but it's uh, you, you you still bring back Biz Klopp even though you do of course have to re replace a lot of uh, a lot of that senior leadership from this year's team uh, yeah I mean it becomes it's already been the Biz Klopp show but now you also make it the Caitlin Og Allison Russell show going into next year Klopp definitely going to be the focal point of that team but no, this senior squad, they've done a lot of good things. This has been a competitive team year in and year out. And Mia Miller, AJ Chevalier, Avery Hoover, Faith Miller, Molly Ward, uh, Gracie Klaus, Izzy Meyer. Got a, some moments here and there throughout the night. I mean, th this is a senior class. I mean, Coach Hoover talks about very glowingly, and rightly so. They've done a lot of incredible things for this Mohawk squad and put Mohawk, I don't want to necessarily say put Mohawk on the map, but kept Mohawk on the map. I mean, this could have been a bit of a rough go. Some of the players that they've had to replace over the years, but this senior squad had one of their best regular seasons, if not the best regular season in school history, going undefeated, making a nice run. And again, frankly, it, yes, it was a three-set win for Crestview, but I will say once again, Crestview looked awfully darn human at points against this Mohawk team, and taking a team like Crestview to the wire like that in all three sets, none of them were really 
runaways in favor of Crestview. Mohawk made them work for all three of those wins in those three straight sets. But yeah, the, the, a very good Mohawk team. Hats off to them on an impressive season. Kind of a shame that it's a 25 and one and that one happens to be in the postseason. So now your season's over. But th this is definitely a team that the Mohawk faithful should be very proud of, should feel good about their efforts and what they are capable of, and should feel good about what the future holds for this program. I mean, Bisclop is a generational talent, and that showed tonight, that showed throughout the season, and the, the future is very bright for this program with her as the uh, focal point. Just th They have some big names to replace, but if anyone can do it, it's a coach like Coach Hoover. So... Shame that their season comes to a close tonight. Hats off to them. It's been a good season. Congrats to those seniors once again. But, uh, again, Mohawk faithful. The future's still bright for you guys. I would not lose too much sleep over this one. It's, you've got some great players to replace, but you have some great players coming up as well. And, obviously, no one wants to lose, but you lost to a team that made the Final Four last year. That, yeah, we'll see what happens on Saturday. Could be right back in the Final Four depending on how this weekend goes. Oh, absolutely. Crestview's not a bad team. This is not a, oh my God, I can't believe we lost to insert program name. It's you, you delivered some body blows and some good right and left hooks to the defending state semifinalist, defending region champion. I mean, this is a very, very good team. They did not lose a lot of players from that team last year. And a lot of the stars are in fact still on the team from last year's squad so yeah I my goodness uh, this is one of those yeah you lost but you should not feel bad about that I mean feel bad the season's over but do not feel bad about who you lost to no this is a very good Crestview team and I, I think between them and Calvert I'll just call it as is I think the state champion is coming out of this region I'll just be very direct about it I know New Bremen's still out there I know um, who are they having to play in theirs potentially they Depending on how those regional matches go, it will likely be New Bremen, and I believe it's Fort Loramie as the two teams in that region, and one will advance to states as well. Yeah, so it's, I mean, with respect to Buckeye Central and some of the other teams that are out there that have regional matchups going in their own right, I think the fact of the matter is the state title game is going to be the winner of this region and the winner of the New Bremen region, and the competitiveness in this region in particular, I will be candid. I think the state champion is going to be playing Saturday afternoon here at the Elida Fieldhouse. Just depends on which one comes out with three sets first. It's really what's going to boil down to. So, uh, yeah, it's for Mohawk, don't feel bad about who you lost to. This is as legitimate of a state title contender as there is out there right now. And you, you, you took them the distance. It may not have gone five sets, but that's probably the most outside of the new Bremen match and their two losses that Crestview has had to work in any of their games this year. Thank you for listening to High School Volleyball here on Classic It's 96.7 online through WBVI.com. A big thanks as well to Bart Wilson back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios doing a double dose of. Double dose of the Lord's work tonight. Fantastic work from Bart. Gets quality work from him each and every game night. So no surprise getting it from him once again tonight. And a thank you as well to Dave Evans and the Alina Athletic Department allowing us to come here and broadcast both of the regional semi-matches here tonight. We'll be back here from the Elida Fieldhouse for the regional finals Saturday afternoon. It'll be Calvert taking on Crestview for the right to punch a ticket to the state final four down in Dayton next week. Our coverage will start at about 1.50 Saturday afternoon back here in Elida. For my broadcast partner, Matt Common, this is Lance Morris signing off. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school volleyball. Our final Crestview takes down Mohawk 
in straight sets tonight. Thank you for listening to our coverage. We'll talk to you guys in the next one.